and you lost the only job you've ever had, and you're penniless again. Drama. Okay, well, Joan's fine. She lost two men in one night, no new man in sight. The girl's nothing but a pent-up ball of sexual frustration. Drama. Well, what about William? Oh, he lost Yvonne, thinking he's over her. And he's not. Drama. Well, and Maya? Please! Cheated on her husband, stalked by her lover, and then tossed out when she got busted? So basically, she pulled off a drama trifecta. Welcome to Oh Hell Yes Girlfriends Podcast. We're back. Woo! I'm super excited because this is the season when we get a lot of cameos from other people in the industry and we also get some uh some character changes joan's going through a lot in season three to the point where this is one of her biggest changes to where i almost borderline hate her Mm. but we'll get there later in the season because she takes a real big turn but if you are new to this and you don't know my name is nettie smith and here with me is my co-host Al at zero in the motherfucking building, gang, gang, gang. In the motherfucking building, <laughs> gang. So this episode is called Coming to Terms, Season 3, Episode 1. Air date, September 23rd, 2002. Written by Mara Brock Akil. Now, before we get into the, re- the results of our poll about who's the finest guy on this show uh, as of last season, I want to <laughs> talk about... Have you been watching any anything new lately? Um, I've been hearing about this show called Clickbait. I really want to get into it. I haven't gotten into it yet. Don't tell me nothing. I won't tell you nothing, but it was I. Right. It wasn't all that? Not to me, but I watch a lot of high-quality shit, so, oh, okay. you know, I've seen it all. You know, it's hard to impress me because I've seen it all. But I think if you like crime stuff, go ahead and give it a watch. It's, it's something, mm. you know. Um, during the time that we weren't recording, I got into a couple shows. Um, Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. No. Well, you know, you can get it on the thing thing. You know what I mean? But it's on Apple TV. And I thought it was going to be dumb because it's like a comedy slash drama. Uh huh. But it's uh, Jason Sudeikis and it's him. uh, Former, I believe, college football coach in America gets an opportunity to be a soccer coach in the UK. So he flies over, even though he does, he knows nothing about soccer, Mm. but he just knows that he's a good coach. Like he feels like he can coach people to be better people. Mm -hmm. And then the other stuff will come later. Mm -hmm. And I've been hearing so much, oh, it's such a feel good show and it's highly rated and it's getting all these Emmy things and stuff. And Mm. I'm like, you know what? Let me give it three episodes. I always give it three. If by the uh-huh. third I ain't with it, it's a wrap. If I'm not begging and itching to go to four, nah, it's a wrap. Uh-huh. Um, with Ted Lasso, the jokes, it's a, it's a white show. But no, of course. With their jokes, some of them I don't see coming. Like, they are really nifty with how they have the drama. You don't see a lot of the drama coming. You can't use, like, oh, well, I've seen something like this previous, so I know how it's going to end. No, you don't. Uh-huh. You fucking don't. So I recommend Ted Lasso, and I just started American Crime Story Impeachment. Ooh! <laughs> Did you start that yet? 
Did it did it come out with all of the episodes at once or is it one? Nah, it's weekly. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna wait until it gets into a month so I could binge watch it. <laughs> oh, so you can hold up. You got you got discipline. You know, attention. Me, I gotta. I can't let it be out and I can't see it. I have to. I can't just hold back. You know. So mm-hmm. it's interesting. It's the only American crime story season so far where the crime didn't result in someone's death. Right. So that's uh that's different for me because I'm not saying I like murder, but murder makes it interesting. You know, there's more stakes. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, it's it's kind of like opening my eyes to how Monica Lewinsky was very. She was just like a kid like person. She was young. Yeah, and naive. She was definitely very unfairly treated. I would have liked to see how that would have played out in 2021, with all with people being more in tune with how um the, the media Me Too likes stuff. to yeah that and how the media really likes to come down on women when really girl you the motherfucking president you know yeah it was unethically it was unethical but I, at first before i saw this i was like oh Monica Lewinsky i mean she was a grown woman she was in her mid 20s but she was meek young um so she didn't have a lot of confidence in herself and finally a guy gives her attention and it's the president right so it swept her off her feet it gave her this confidence he picked up on that niggas can pick up on shit like that so yes yes definitely it's i look at her differently now i Mm -hmm. I definitely do anyway yeah go ahead and watch those shows that we recommended (laughs) Did did i miss one etsy no, no, I like I like your list. I was writing shit down. Uh, let, me, let me look them up on the thing thing. Yeah, yeah, look them up on the thing thing. Yeah. Um, so let's get to these uh, results of this poll. So a few weeks ago, we did a poll on Twitter. Out of these dudes, who was the finest looking guy on Girlfriends? And the choices were Chris Dennison, mm-hmm. Sean Ellis. Mm-hmm. You know that nigga. And Darnell Wilkes. Mm-hmm. And um, here are the results. With 7% of the votes, we got Chris Dennison. Ooh, Tia's boyfriend Which from Tia and Tamara. Like, yeah, you know, I, he was my number number two. He was my number two, so I'm surprised. Okay. So he's last. Um, and next, 11%. It is... Sean Ellis. Uh huh. Okay, I wasn't really fucking with him like that, so he could. He was Sean's last on my cute, list. Though. Uh, Sean's cute. to me, he's the finest of them all. I don't know. Okay. To me, I don't get that feeling from the other guys. Anyway, and lastly, this nigga got ninety something percent. Light skin nigga from Juice. The light skin nigga from Juice. Darnell Wilkes got eighty two percent. Damn. That's right. I don't know. I guess. I guess. I mean, that, that it is what it is. 44 votes. Thank you guys for voting and participating in that. I'll put up some other ones if I think of them. We, we talk all the time. We'll figure some new ones out. I like when you guys come through and vote. It lets me know who's out there listening right. and paying attention. But anyway, let's get to the episode. Coming to terms. Now, I'll start off with the uh, cold open here. And uh, we're somewhere we haven't been before. I don't think we've seen this area. No, the budget has been cleared. I see. I see the HD cameras. 
Yeah, okay. so if you notice, I didn't note, I forgot to note that in my notes, but the screen is wider. Mm-hmm. It's, it's wide. See, before, guys, if it was recorded, I think it might have been around this time, everyone started to, like, change their aspect ratio of how mm-hmm. they film stuff. Because back in the day, our TVs weren't as big as they are now. So everything was filmed very, like, a box. Mm-hmm. But... After, I guess, around was 2002, 2003-ish, they started accounting for the fact that people got widescreens out there. Big flat screen TVs they put on their walls. So now you see that with girlfriends, the screen's bigger, which is wonderful. Great to see uh, even more of our favorite people here. Yes. So we see Vasco the dog, Lynn and Tony, and they're hanging out in a jacuzzi on a back porch. It looks pretty cool. They're drinking uh, wine and chilling. Mm-hmm. Um, and Lynn says, I'm not going to move out because if it ain't broke and I'm broke, I don't want to fix it. So if you guys remember, um, Lynn was living with William and then she lost her job. Yes. And she wasn't. I don't think she was paying anything, any rent or anything like that. I don't know, maybe she was. And anyway, Tony's trying to convince her to get a job by being a good example and pointing out the things that she did to get her life together. I started Tony Child's Realty six months ago and I'm already turning a profit. I'm successful. I'm gorgeous. I'm at peace. What do you mean already turning a profit six months ago? Yeah. Is it six months a long time? I don't think it is, but I, somebody in the realty world, let us know if that's the Yeah, I don't want to misspeak, you know? Tell us. But I figured by month number three or something, you'd be making a profit with Danny Bonaducci and all them people out you were helping. I don't know. Right. Beyonce. Remember Beyonce? <laughs> right. Beyonce and them. So. The compound. <laughs> <laughs> but Tony's uh, hoping that her hard work will rub off on Lynn. But um, there's also something else going on with uh, Tony. She's bored. <laughs> and she knows that she thrives in chaos. So she's hoping some drama can come her way. She's waiting for something to happen like that so she can feel excited by life. And uh, we start getting a recap of what happened with all the girls. So Tony talks about Lynn lost her job. Joan lost two dudes in one night. Mm. Uh, William lost Yvonne and still loves her. And Maya cheated on her husband, got stalked by her lover, and was Mm. kicked out when she got busted. Mm, That sounds like a Lifetime movie. It does. Mm. Everybody just going through it. And um, they pulled off all the drama. So she's like, you know, I'm going to start up some mess. Now, this is the Tony that I'm talking about. That's she's messy. Don't we love it, though? Let's start it up. Gang, Would gang. you be friends with someone who just wanted to be around messiness and wanted to create it and all that um, stuff? I feel like she's a liability. You would have to be in the mood for the messiness. You know, every friend isn't for everything. So when you want to be messy, you call up Tony Charles and then you be a messy ass bitch. You know, like, you know how you have your friends who like you go shopping with and you have your friends that are like really into like books or whatever the fuck, you know, shit like that. <laughs> Okay, well, I don't, I feel like I don't want negativity around me. (laughs) I would not be calling the Tony Childs. Uh, Nah. nah. Um, You know, she might try to tell somebody business, sleep with a man, sleep with your man. 
is a very toxic trait to have around. You never know who she's going to start the drama with. Exactly. It could That's be you. liability. So I'm like, <laughs> I don't know about all that. But then we get into our intro. We got a brand new intro. <laughs> They're rocking the pastels. Ooh, with the new budget, a new intro too. Cut the chat. No more green screen and them dancing behind pictures of themselves and shit. It's a <laughs> black room. <laughs> they rocking the full screen. Like it's awesome. I like mm-hmm. it. I love to see shows evolve because we know we know the budget. We mm-hmm. can see the budget, you know what I mean? I like mm-hmm. it. You can see when the money is being upgraded. Yes, yes. Um, so we get into our first scene at Joan's house. Maya's there, and she's asking Joan if she can take her car to run Jabari to color me mine. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that is. That must yeah, be an L.A. thing. Some type of Chuck E. Cheese or some shit. I don't know. Hmm. Could be. Let us know if anybody knows who that is he, uh, he wants to paint a cereal bowl that says daddy please take mama back oh so oh. we know that this is uh going on on the heels of her losing her husband uh-huh. because of her accidental purse dial and i guess she's living uh she's living with joe now yeah everybody just lives with joan whenever they ain't got nowhere to go to that's cool so you always have that backup place to stay right if you lose your house you lose your apartment you lose your car she always got a room mm-hmm. yeah because she got that big ass house do your name and she's single okay she ain't got no man so she got play- she got room <laughs> <laughs> and joan's concerned about maya taking advantage of her items and her space and maya says listen if this is too much for you i can leave and go somewhere else just tell me but mm-hmm. she knows joan knows she's bluffing because Maya hasn't even told her family what happened with Darnell. She's embarrassed to tell them. Mm-hmm. So she don't got nowhere to go. And, and uh, <laughs> Joan mentions that they're separated and Maya is in complete denial about being separated. Separated? Who's separated? Ain't nobody up in here separated. <laughs> Maya, you've been living here a month. What do you call it? A 30-day cooling off period and you call yourself a lawyer. So she thinks they're going to get back together soon. Mm. So, I not about that one. I know, man. He he tried. He packed his stuff and then kicked you out. So I mean, dude's right. ruthless. Right, and y'all ain't even fuck for all that. You should have fucked the nigga. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, over a kiss. He's like this over a kiss. Like a kiss. He still oh, kissed you out. Shit. Yeah. Grow up. But Joan says uh, you need to talk to him by Friday. Did you find it weird that Joan was getting fed up with with Maya staying there and saying she needs to talk it out with her husband? Yeah, I was like, you ain't had this energy for Lynn when she was living with you for um Preach. two years. Oh, however the fuck, <laughs> eight years, some shit, Whatever some fuck, shit like, that didn't make no sense. Excuse me, because the way the way William is sitting here begging Lynn to get a job, that's the energy. Joan should have been on. Joan should have been on that type of time right there. Yeah. But no. Yeah. It's very, very odd. It could be because she ain't known Maya as long as she's known Lynn, so Lynn gets a little more, you know, a little the baby tree way. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, Maya is younger. Yeah, but she, that's that's on Maya. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I don't got nothing to do with that. You don't have. You decide to get married. You decide to have a kid. Right. You in live my, in a grown in my lifestyle. eyes, you grown. You want to live grown? 
then shit, be grown. Be <laughs> grown. Shit. Um, but the reason that Joan wants her to be out by Friday or try to be making her way toward that is because she wants to have a get together with some of her acquaintances so they can bring their exes to see if anybody else can use their exes. Very it's like a garage behavior. sale for exes. It's like it's People. like they're trying to speed date with exes or something like that. Like, uh, oh yeah, that's a really good. One. Yeah, that's the best way to explain it. Yeah. So basically, you come, you get invited to this party, and you bring your exes mm-hmm. to the party, and to see if anybody else at the party wants to date your ex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a strange concept for a party. I don't know if I could go to that. Yeah, I don't know, that's kind of messy. But Joan doesn't want Maya there for some reason. So she's been trying to plan it behind the girls' backs. And so they do a girls' lunch out, and they question her about it. By the way, everybody, all the whole cast looks extra bronze. Was that just your TV, or was that the HD, or do you think they oh, actually... Oh, no, they they was looking bronzy. Did y'all go to vacation? Y'all, y'all, well, y'all went on vacation with that new money? Oh, yeah. <laughs> they was like, well, since we got this uh, network money... Let's head out to Jamaica. Let's, um... It seems like when, like, season one ended, after season one, you could see the girls, they're using their money. I'm not going to go into detail, but y'all know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I'm seeing, I'm seeing the skin is looking bright. The features I'm looking... braces. Um, ex- extra good. Everything. It just looks like, you know, when... You know when you haven't seen somebody in a while, you're like, wow, you look different. <laughs> But it's a good difference. Yeah. They still look like themselves, but it's like, damn, girl. You, oh, I know who they are. But, what you been doing? And you can't point it out. It's something, but you can't You can't figure you out can't what it is. You can't put your finger on it, but girl, you look good. It's kind of like, oh, especially with, um, especially with Lynn. Yeah. Lynn keep looking. I don't know what's going on there. What? Somebody told me, I heard that it was a nose job. I'm not saying it is because I ain't talked to her. And not on the streets. That's what the streets are saying. The streets are saying that. Acha, and then know. we did see her wear braces too. So you know, uh, Golden, Persia, and Jill had braces. So you know, mm-hmm. you can tell where the money's going. You can see it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Invest in yourself. That's what I'm Hell talking yeah. about. <laughs> You're on a on an awesome show that's getting high ratings. Do what you need to do. Okay. No judgments. There are millions of people watching you. You, you better fix them teeth, girl. Hell yeah, and you want to <laughs> keep your job. <laughs> you gotta look good every episode you gotta look good mm-hmm. so yeah they they bronzed they all bronzed lebronzed mm-hmm. <laughs> and tony asks about the party and joan's like whoa maya you told her mm-hmm. and maya implies that tony paid her for this information Ooh. because tony is that desperate for drama that she's paying people for information this is your queen this is your queen you don't pay people for drama she wants it so badly she'll do whatever needs to happen she she don't know how to finesse if if you know how to talk to people right you'll get it for free what you paying for that's true yeah see cash apper guys cash at me (laughs) (laughs) so they're making fun of joan uh about the party and she's like damn that's why i ain't tell y'all about it because she doesn't, and also probably because she don't want nobody to date her exes. Or right. Nobody that she knows. Right. That'd be weird. Even Very. though Tony already did that. And then she tried to seduce her other man. You know, T- Tony's just wild. 
you gotta keep towing away from your exes, your futures, your previouses, your currents. Your previouses, <laughs> And so Joan says she knows that her husband, her soulmate, mm-hmm. is out there somewhere. I want to be proactive about meeting someone, you know? I mean, my soulmate, my husband, is out there, and I'm not going to meet him sitting at home whining and moping about being alone. Was that a hit on me? No, it's a hit on me, okay? So desperate or not, I'm having my party. And I'm thinking there's other ways to meet guys. Like, you'd probably be better off meeting them outside of your house. I'm like, I know that it was the early 2000s, so, like, the whole online dating thing was, wasn't um, the wave. But you are well off. You're in L.A. Girl, go to a bar during happy hour. You're tall. You're hot. Yeah, Let's you go. look good. The fuck? You Diana Ross's daughter? The things is thinking. The thing is thinking. Yeah, the ass is, and that's a real ass. That ain't no BBL. It's real. Oh hell yeah! So you got you got what it takes. You just gotta get out there. Yeah. Would you would you um Etsy would you date a friend's ex if they gave you their blessing? No. Even if it was like he's perfect and y'all get along so well. Um. This might be your chance at true love. That's. <laughs> it's just very weird. And also how. What type of friend? You talking about like an associate or a friend friend? Nah, if I, if I meant associate, I would say associate. Oh, okay. You know, people be just saying like friends. A, like a girlfriend, friend. like how they are in the show. That's so weird. Ooh. I, I, it, it, it depends on how... I just don't like the idea of we're together, but then you was with one of my close friends, and then the close friend... Let's say, let's say y'all do, like, end up, like, being together for a while, right? The close friend gonna be around us when y'all was fucking too? Ah! It's just... I can't. I, 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 I... Yeah. It's... it's mm, mm. That's how all them, like, teen dramas are. Like, I'm rewatching uh, uh, One Tree Hill right now. Mm-hmm. All the girls on that show dated each other's men, yes. but ended up marrying someone that their friend was with Ugh. and had kids with the guy. Very awkward. So sometimes the love of your life just ain't with the right person. Like they kind of, you know, you got to figure Don't it out. Don't let your friend get in the way of being <laughs> with your love of your life, child. <laughs> I mean, some people only find it once in their whole life. So <laughs> if the love of your life is with your best friend, y'all talk it out. If You don't want to miss out on that opportunity. Yo, I saw something on Instagram. They said, don't let your husband get in the way of being with, you, with the man you're supposed to be with. <laughs> because oh, yeah, I've seen that. It was some TikTok of some woman. And then she had said some shit like, she's going on lunch with her husband. And then in the same TikTok, 20 seconds later, she said, oh... I'm going on dinner with a date. And it was like, um... Oh, yeah, I saw that one. I saw that one. <laughs> and she said casually, right? Like, yeah. oh, yeah, whatever. Like, her, she saw her husband. She's like, oh, then I have lunch with my boyfriend. And then I go here. And then I'm like, wait, yeah, wait, yeah, pause, yeah. back up, back up. <laughs> Did I hear what I heard? Maybe I didn't hear what I heard. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, she said it like you got to have one on deck. Like, yeah. I guess you do. Yeah. Have one I in the chamber that. just in case he, the main one act up. I said, you know what? If it works for you, do your thing. You know what? I ain't finna tell on her. She shouldn't have made a TikTok about it, but I ain't even mad at you, ma. (laughs) But 
Joan says none of the girls are invited, even though, uh, oh yeah, they, they make fun of her about looking desperate with this party, but she don't want none of the girls to be there. Uh-huh. And they're, she's like, but I invited friends. And they're like, what friends you got? Hey, so I'm being a little loose with the term friends, mm-hmm. but it is amazing how close you feel to the other women who share the uncomfortable silence in the waiting room of the gynecologist. <laughs> And then William comes in. So they're eating lunch at this place we've never seen. Another new set. And I forgot the name, but I will know the name pretty soon mm-hmm. as they keep eating there. Uh, William comes in and sees Lynn there. And he goes, Lynn, do you see the sign on the door? She goes, uh, no shoes, no shirt, no service. I got all that stuff on. <coughs> he's, he's like, No. The help wanted sign mm-hmm. and apply apply there. And she's like, oh, she's like, well, I had a job, but you helped me lose my job, so you owe me. But he ain't trying to hear that. He's giving her to the end of the week to find a job. Mm. And I, I don't know if that's enough time. No, it's like five it's to not. seven days. Especially especially in that era where they had to go in physically and like get mm. a job interview and all that shit. That ain't enough time. He tried yeah. it. You actually got to go into the place. Mm-hmm. You can't just go online and just copy and paste your resume 10 times. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Wasn't no indeed back then, yeah. Well, I guess, you know, she could get something small. Like, it don't take that long to get, like... Because they're already looking for people at the place she's currently eating at. So she's mm-hmm. already there. Mm-hmm. So she could work on that one. That should be quick. When you're handling food, they don't really look hard into your resume and shit. You just... They'll make you start that day. Right. Sometimes. <laughs> and William says he's going to Joan's party. And they're like, how are you going to Joan's party? And he says one of his exes goes to Joan's gynecologist. Um, so okay. that's how he's able to go to the party. So next we are at Joan's house. And her and Jabari are in the backyard. Maya's on the couch crying, watching Terms of Endearment. You ever seen that movie? No. Me neither. I heard it's super sad, though. If I ever need a good cry or I'm bored, I might watch it. But I heard it's one of the saddest movies ever. So um, Maya's only watching it because she realizes it's the only thing she knows that's sadder than her life. Oh, I guess. I guess. But Joan wants Maya to get off her ass and stop crying because she's getting tired of hanging out with Jabari. Mm -hmm. She made up this game called Water the Lawn. Mm-hmm. But I think he's catching on to that, she says. And that's when the doorbell rings. Because who's at the door? <gasps> it's Darnell. Yeah, and Joan already encouraged Maya to go talk to him about their situation. And what do you think of uh, Darnell's look here? He got he rocking the fro. It's a little higher. He rocking the fro. He must have went on the cast vacation because he looking bronzy too. Yeah, I think they all went together. <laughs> I was like, okay, I see you. <laughs> Mara and Kelsey paid for it, mm-hmm. I think. <laughs> so, uh, Darnell comes in the house, and he does not give a fuck about nothing else inside the house except for his son. He don't want to talk to nobody. He don't want to engage with nobody. He's just there to pick up his son. He's like, is he ready to go? He walks in, and that's all he wants to know. Mm-hmm. And Maya's like, no, he's not ready yet. I was going to heat up uh, a pizza for him. He's like, nah, my mom's making real dinner. Ooh. Fuck out of here. Damn. Okay. I guess. What dinner I guess you she making? She deserves it from his perspective. <laughs> he 
his mom's making a dinner a real dinner not one that you heat up in the microwave oh well damn so uh joan brings jabari in and they're trying to head out to beat the traffic he's trying to get the fuck out of there and joan kind of motions to maya to talk to him so maya starts to awkwardly comment on the traffic too all right well come on let's get going i want to beat the traffic traffic is pretty bad huh and he's like, yeah, I just said that. So that's when Joan tries to grab Jabari's bags, and Darnell's like, nah, don't even do that. I handle baggage for a living. Okay. You know who else handles baggage for a living? Who? Ianla. <laughs> <laughs> ah, fix your life. Oh, anyway, I'm like, <laughs> he handles baggage for a living, but he can't handle his own baggage with Maya. All right. All this over a kiss? This is Yo, too much. I think also the kiss and the deception, I guess. I'm trying. I'm trying to figure it out, but the He's deception doing the too. Most. Man, what do you think he would have done if he knew that they fucked? Like if they if fucked he knew that they and she was fucking. Like <laughs> it would have been worse. He probably would have would have hurt her. All these dramatics? After 2 weeks, I would have gotten my bags and been like, "Listen, what are we doing?" Because it was a kiss. I'm, I, I'm tired of staying at Joan's house. Like, you trying to get a divorce over a kiss or you trying to get over it. What you want to do? Because this is a lot. I ain't even fucked that nigga. <laughs> well, she tries uh, toward the end. I think it's either this scene or the next scene. Well, well, we'll get to it, but I don't know. He grabs the bags and they head out without really saying much. But Maya wasn't even trying to get in a conversation or a word. She was acting all timid. Not speaking with her chest, so Maya, you need to put a little bass in your voice. Right. Way too hesitant, so they leave and head out. So next is this whack-ass party. Bring your ex is what they call it. Bring your ex party. And we see William, Joan, and motherfucking Chris motherfucking Dennison. (laughs) Yeah, we see him. Remember Chris, guys? You remember him? Joan's boy toy (laughs) that happened to be in his early 20s and Joan is in her early 30s, so they didn't feel like they had much in common. Joan was acting like she was 50 or something. Like, that's probably... Treating him like he wasn't a person, just a sex toy, a walking sex toy with a cute face. That guy. And we start hearing about William's ex who uh, who brought him to the party. I don't I don't think we got her name. Maybe we did, but it ain't important enough to remember. No. What is it? Oh god, is it not? No. <laughs> Move it on. Okay. <laughs> so they broke up because William's mom didn't like her because her goals didn't fit William's goals. What are you, twelve? Your mom makes your decisions. Mm. <sighs> she works for the DMV and he's an attorney, so they didn't feel it was a, a good match. William's ex-girlfriend asks Chris and Joan why they broke up. Why did you two break up? Oh, oh well, <laughs> so many reasons. Uh, you go first. Well, first of all, I didn't know there were so many reasons. But mainly, we were in different places in our lives. Yeah, she's in her 30s and I'm in my 20s. <laughs> I think there's more to that story, but I guess they didn't want to go into it. Go into it. Because we know, we saw the last episode of, of season two. We know there was more to the story. Yes, we did. It would have been cool if they had uh, somehow gotten Sean or Davis at the ex's party. Even though Davis wasn't really an ex. To show up. Yeah. yeah. Instead of just Chris. 
I think then they would have had to they would have had to go into some stuff, chair. Yeah, they would have had to explain a lot about what happened. Yeah. So uh, that's when Tony comes in, and what is she going on about? Um, Tony came in looking real good. I love the hair. She got rid of that crystal, um, that white girl hair from the 2000s that she had. Oh my god! Remember that shortcut? And she said she wants some drama, right? So she invited um, her exes. Yes, both of the niggas who she was fucking at the same time. You remember their names? Um, one of them was a doctor, and one of them was some broke ass artist. I forgot what. (laughs) (laughs) So she invited Greg and Dr. Clay Spencer to the party. Yes. These are the two dudes she was cheating on with the same time, at the same time, excuse me. And the doctor gave her chlamydia and she gave it to Greg. Fucking messy. So she invited them both to the party so that she could start up some drama. Girl, this is your queen. Yes, queen. Drama queen. (laughs) <laughs> i don't i don't like this i don't i don't like that because you, you're you're making a bad party for other people because if they're if they're there together and they don't like each other mm-hmm. and they start a fight at the party don't nobody want that at their party mm-hmm. don't nobody want to be at a party with two dudes are beefing when all the other exes are getting along but joan reminds her that they only had beef with her not each other they didn't really have a problem with each other and tony says well you know drama beggars can't be drama choosers Mm. but mama ain't raised no fool so i'm up out of here so she leaves to avoid any kind of backlash she can't even face her own choices Mm. she can't even face the music messy one-on-one you set it up then you dip skedaddle All right. Well, uh, Chris got some numbers already. Um, This scene, everyone's holding around white pieces of paper signaling that they got numbers on Mm -hmm. them. So he has like three pieces of paper or something like that. Mm -hmm. But I'm pretty sure at that time they had cell phones. They could have just put the person's number in their phone. Mm -hmm. Save the paper, but whatever. And he sees that Joan didn't get any numbers. So he wants to help her. He says, oh, wait, you didn't find your husband yet? She's like, yeah, well, that could have been you, but you got to be 18 to marry in this state. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, are we doing this? Because first off, that's a joke, I hope, because you were not going to marry this guy. Yes. You were never. Never. Like, ever. Joan, stop it. Kill that You were never going to marry Sean. No. Mr. Sex Addict? Mm -mm. Mm-mm. So, you wasn't going to marry nobody. Mr. F- Mr. Fuck 300 Bitches. Not Mr. Bitches. Mr. Fuck 300 Bitches. <laughs> so now she's making jokes about his age when she wasn't really doing that before. Mm-hmm. But he says, you know, since I love funny old women, I think I'm going to help you out. So he tries to play wingman for Joan and talk her up uh, about how great she is to this guy who's walking by. And the guy's like, nah, I'm good. I already got, uh, I'm already hooking up with this girl. She's in the limo or she's in the car putting in her diaphragm. So he bought a get busy to this mm-hmm. rando in the, at the party. And he's like, but I still love to call you if it doesn't work out. And then he walks away without getting her number or anything. And Joan tries to follow him. But Chris is like, nah, nope. Stop worrying about it. Let's move on. Mm. And that just shows you that Joan's very, she has a, she lacks the ability to self-soothe. Mm-hmm. Like if something doesn't go her way, she has to like figure out, like she needs a closure right mm-hmm. then and there. 
she can't just chill. Um, Lynn's there. She's not having a good time because she's been with most of the people at the party. Yes. Which is like, whoa. Yes. Wow. Lynn is a free spirit. She said most of those exes are... Most, I'm sorry. You can be a free spirit without fucking everybody at the party. Yeah. You know, some people free at another, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's crazy to be at a party that you've had sex with most of the people at. Like... You just look around and be like, ah, I fuck most of these people here. Like, how does that work Wait, out? Like, she that's just most of the people there when a lot of those people are other people's exes. Was she fucking other people? She's had too? sex with so many people. Most of those that people those are her happen exes. to be. Yeah, that they mm. happen to be her exes too. That's that's crazy. Yuck. But she's she sees a guy with a nice package and runs off and tells Joan she'll see her tomorrow. And that's when William's ex comes by to ask Joan how she's doing at the party. She's like, oh, you know, that's fine. And the girl says, uh, Girl, you don't come to these parties to connect. It's just something to do, something different from the club scene. I mean, if you truly came to one of these parties expecting to get a husband or soulmate, you're like, what, the world's biggest loser. (laughs) And she laughs. But remember, that's what Joan said. Those are the words she used. Mm. So she's throwing shade at Joan without knowing she's throwing shade at Joan. Mm-hmm. But we see uh, Joan it is kind of desperate. This is a desperate way to find a man. Um, so the party ends. And afterwards, Maya comes out of the guest room in her robe and slippers. Mm-hmm. And she got numbers. She got numbers. And she wasn't even trying. Mm-hmm. She has like four slips of paper. And she says she got them all on the way to the bathroom. Damn. Mm. You got to like that. Gang, gang. She got, it she like got the sauce. That. So, um, Joan didn't get no numbers, and it was her party, which is like, you got nothing out of this mm-hmm. except for probably paying for food and ice for people. For food and ice and shit, girl. Yeah. Well, Joan got money, so whatever. Oh, yeah, so it's fine. She ain't losing nothing. But Joan starts to cry. She's sad because she thinks she's a loser. And Maya's like, you know, you can have some of my numbers. And I'm like, oh, that's so nice of her. Because Maya's like, listen, I got a man. Okay, I mean, I, I, I got a man. A good man. There was a point where I didn't know I had a good man, but now I do, and I'm going to get my man back. So, the point is, I don't need any of these. Maya, do you? Do you still have him? Mm-mm. We shall see. Uh, but Maya said, um, she won't try to get him back. She plans on getting him back, so she gives her numbers to Joan. Good for her. Good for her. So next at William's house, he gets home from work. Lynn is in the jacuzzi. Vasco's sitting on the edge next to her. And William's upset. Why is he mad? Why he mad? Because she need to get a job and get the hell out of there. She, it looks like she ain't done shit all day but hang out in the jacuzzi. <laughs> Instead of look for a job. She got um, sunscreen on her nose and shit. Mm-hmm. He's like, what'd you do today? And she's like well, I think you want me to say that I look for a job. But, uh, and she goes, uh, so I look for a job. But we know she lying. <laughs> Lynn's being really silly this episode about finding a job. Like, she's being very, like, she always got a joke mm-hmm. when he gets hard, tough on her about it. It's never like, you're right, you know, you don't have to house me. It's always like, ah, oh, whatever. Mm-hmm. But he's like, listen, I don't care if you check into the why sleep in your car, live with your mom. I don't give a fuck where you stay. Mm-hmm. You ain't gotta be here. And if you don't get a job, you're not gonna be here. 
and I'm not going to be the only person in this house working. William's pissed. Okay. He sounds like her dad. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but I'm sure, like, he has a really nice house. Like, you can't just have someone living there for free, just squatting in your nice-ass house. Right. With a media room and a jacuzzi. Nah, that ain't some free shit. Mm-hmm. You ain't family. You know what I mean? And he threatens to drain the hot tub, which, oh. okay. She can fill it Do up it. Again. How long would that take? That would be inconvenient. Yeah, it would. But I don't know. I think draining it would be the best way to get her to stop doing this. We ain't got time. She'll fill that shit up again. That's true. She's there all day. <laughs> but yeah, treat her like a kid. Take away her privileges. So the next scene we see Jabari is brought back over to Joan's house because that's where Maya's staying. And this is when they try to talk it out. Well, it's mainly just Maya because she's saying what she needs to say. She starts out by asking Darnell to look at her car because the transmission's out. You know, the damsel in distress, mm-hmm. the I need you to be my hero. Mm-hmm. Please be my hero. You know, men love that. And really, really actually, like, look at my car. <laughs> like, my car is... Well, that too. Crazy. Yeah, she really needs the car looked at. Yeah, like... But also... <laughs> Can you please help me? You're so big and strong, and I don't know anything about cars. The voice, the Marilyn Monroe voice, though. <laughs> please, I'm just, I'm such a girl. Golly gee whiz. <laughs> and he's like, I don't got time. And he says it flat and direct to her, and he tries to leave the house. He, he acting stank. And where you going, nigga? And Maya's like, do you want a divorce? And the way he turns around to look at her, like, he makes a face like, what the fuck you just say to me? And she's like, I don't want a divorce. But the way you've been acting, I'm wondering if it's leading up to that. Yeah, it's been a month. Like, what's what's up? What's going on? But this girl, this girl says she been emailing this dude. You been emailing him? Emailing Darnell. Yes, she's like, I email you, you don't answer. I leave messages at work, you don't answer. She says, I sent you a stuffed bear with balloons, and I got nothing back. Mm. Girl, if you don't stop looking desperate, I don't know. All that over a kiss? Child. Yeah, but still, I mean, don't let him see you looking like that, Mm -hmm. because he loves the fact that he got the power right now. You sending balloons and shit to this dude? Mm-mm. Mm. At this point, he ain't answer. Just assume it's over. Because mm-hmm. he know where to find you. It ain't like he don't got your number. Mm-hmm. If he really wanted you, he know where you staying. He know your number. You got custody of his son, so he know where to find you. Mm-hmm. So if he wanted you, he would have been hit you up. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Desperado. Yeah. So she says, you know, where are we at this point? And he says, well, last I heard, I was a good husband and you were a cheating wife. Who told you that, Darnell? Who said you were a good husband? Exactly. A good husband. You could have just said a non-cheating husband. But wasn't you out here? Could have said faithful. But wasn't you out here back when you was um, dark skinned Darnell? You was kissing bitches? (laughs) Yeah, back when you was flex. You was out here feeding what? Feeding the woman strawberries and shit at work, right? Yeah. Feeding these bitches Oreos and shit. But he don't be like. Well, no one saw him kiss that girl. So he mm. can be like, okay, I was feeding her strawberries and you kissed the dude. You mm-hmm. know how dudes be. So? 
And she's like, okay, fine. I'll never make that mistake again. I love you. And he walks to the door, doesn't say nothing. Mm-hmm. And before he gets out the door, he turns and says, I'll take a look at the car on my way out. Oh, okay. And then he leaves. Okay. <laughs> so Jones on this date with this dude. Uh, mm-hmm. Maya, Maya gave her the number that Maya got from the guy. Mm-hmm. Hey, did you notice something strange about this apartment? Mm. Nah, what you notice about it? It looked just like Maya Maya's and Darnell's apartment. apartment. Yeah. I peeped that they too, just, except they, they made it, um, they put it on the left side instead of the right side, the couch and shit. They they did something where they made it smaller. Mm-hmm. It's it's really uh, interesting. I mean, you got you got the set. Why not keep using right. it? Change it up a little bit, you know. So they're watching Terms of Endearment, eating pizza, drinking Heineken. Couch is kind of small, so they they close. They close. <laughs> <laughs> and he's more into movie into the movie than Joan is. Mm-hmm. He says, he also says he doesn't remember Joan at the party. It was her party. That's how you know, Joan. You got to step up your personality, too, because ain't nobody even knowing who you are when they leave your house. Mm. So Maya told this guy that Joan was into terms of endearment, and that's how they bonded. That's how him and Maya bonded as well, because, you know, that's Maya's movie, too. Mm-hmm. This character is named Steven, played by Adam Lazare White. He's been a lot of shit, you know, big character actor. So they're watching Terms of Endearment, the sequel. I didn't know there was a sequel. But that's what he's... He offers her some pizza, and he mentions that he got it from Costco, and Joan lights up. She's like, bitch, I love Costco. I live at Costco. (laughs) And so he suggests they go shopping together one day, and Joan's totally with it. So he's like, yo, I got this movie on VHS. We could turn it off and get to business. He's like, get to business. Ooh. I don't like that, that visual. That hand motion? Yikes. It brought a visual that I didn't really want to bring. Mm -hmm. It doesn't sound appetizing. (laughs) Sounds like he's going to beat her up for dinner. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) But instead, Joan proposes that they turn it off and talk. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, true. Let's do that. Let's do that. He's like, you know, I I spent all day working with computers. I've forgotten how to talk to people and connect. He's a software designer. Yeah, I just finished a big contract with 3M. So now I'm just looking to unwind and, you know, find a little me time. And, you know, the company to do the scotch tape and all that shit. So they try to um, talk a little bit. And old boy jumps on Joan and starts kissing her. Mm. She's in mid-conversation. Does that happen in real life? I guess that does happen, actually. Mm-hmm. Guys do that. If you're not social, if you're socially unaware, like, eek. Niggas really out here doing a nasty lot of guys, shit. A lot of guys are socially unaware. They, they'll ask you a question, and instead of listening to the answer, they're already plotting the next move. Mm-hmm. They don't care what, mm-hmm. your, what your answer is. They're just trying to buy time to think about what they're going to do next. Mm. But she says, oh, yo, you put your tongue in my mouth. Because she comes up coughing. And that's when we get a, a second guest. Well, third guest. He got his mama. It's his mom with a bunch of towels. He jumps up and says, Mom! And Joan's like, Mom is in your mama? <laughs> Ma, I told you I was entertaining tonight. I know. And before you have intercourse on my new sofa, I want you to lay down some of these old towels. <laughs> she wants to make sure that there's no um, 
no juices on her couch in case they want to fuck. So she's like, you know, why she ain't leave the plastic on? Ain't that what old people do? Yeah, but that plastic, it'd be fucking up the vibe, the aesthetic. Makes sounds. Especially when you're, let me not go into detail, but yeah, it makes sounds. (laughs) Yeah. But she doesn't want no splashes on it. So she's like talking about putting the, the towel down and Joan runs the fuck out of there. And you see her running into the night down mm-hmm. the street. And so Joan's at the house with her, with her girls. And she's recounting what happened with Stephen. And she didn't know if Stephen's mom wanted to do a threesome or what. She didn't know what, what the mom had intended for that night. Mm-hmm. Which is, damn, Joan, what kind of thoughts you got going yeah, through? girl. A nigga just lived with his mom. Mom ain't yeah. trying to fuck. <laughs> that's a yeah that's sick but tony rightfully gets real with her and says well that's what you get for going out with a guy for the first time and not bringing your car Mm. apparently tony had to go pick her up oh wow she's the only friend that joan has that got a car that has a car right now besides william i'm sure william has a car but girlfriend Mm -hmm. and maya's like damn I thought he was cool. We, we, we bonded over uh, terms of endearment. He said it makes him sappy. And that's when Len's like, wait. He likes sappy movies, works with computers, lives with mom. That sounds like Steven. Oh, God, I'm sorry, Joan. That was one of my exes. <laughs> you should have stayed. His mom makes Mickey Mouse pancakes in the morning. Wowzers. Linda been with everybody. Chile. She's been with William, too. William want to count it as one of her exes too, right? Because she don't, they don't fuck. I mean, what are you counting as an ex? Ex? Are you counting just a fuck buddy? Are you counting actual relationship? Are we counting both? I don't know what she's counting as an ex. Yeah, everyone interprets that differently. But Lynn says Jones should have stayed because in the morning, uh, Stephen's mom makes Mickey Mouse pancakes. Oh, not the Mickey Mouse. Okay. Man, Joan got her own money. She can make her own Mickey Mouse pancakes. Fuck that. She's an attorney in L.A. So Joan sees it as a big sign. She's off men mm-hmm. for now. Mm-hmm. She doesn't want to be thirsty, desperate. She's always grabbing at anything she can to build a future with someone, including Costco. So she says when she was running down the street, she had a revelation mm-hmm. that she's one hell of a runner and she's in pretty good shape. So she's going to take all that manhunt energy and put it into a new goal. What is she going to do? She's going to start running. She's going to train for the L.A. Marathon. You know what? Good on you. I would uh, never do a marathon. Yeah, I'm good on that, but shout out to you. I've seen runners fall down from the way their legs feel after doing the marathon. Mm-hmm. They're exhausted. Yeah. It's a lot on your body, but go ahead. Do your thing. And so um, Lynn says, well, you know, if you're going to use all your manhunt energy, you might as well shoot for the moon and find me a job. And that also inspires Maya to do something about her situation. Mm-hmm. She's going to return terms of endearment because it's costing Joan a fortune. Oh, shit. This bitch is using Joan's blockbuster card. Remember those those back in the day? The blockbuster? Yeah. Man, I feel bad I didn't keep mine. That's like a relic. Mm-hmm. Might have been worth some money. But these girls be out here using this woman like this. Using her card, using her car, using her house. Mm -mm, Laying mm -mm. out here using uh, William's jacuzzi. (laughs) 
it's just you gotta know Joe must be desperate for friends because okay they using her they using her come on so then next we see Joan running down the street preparing for the LA marathon building up her endurance Mm -hmm. she sees a hot guy when she's running and she tries to follow him like a weirdo but then she realizes it's time to focus 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 and she goes back running down the street and we hear crazy by Alana Davis hey Final, final scene. Uh, we're in the jacuzzi at William's house, Tony and William. He's trying to get an update on her drama hunt. And she is so evil. Did you hear what she did in this last scene? What she did? To stir up some drama? I went to a Weight Watchers meeting. I walked in with all of this fabulousness. Talk about instant drama. <laughs> Those bitches tried to cut me. <laughs> they made me hefty, but they can run. <laughs> She wanted to stir up some shit at Weight Watchers. This is y'all's favorite character? Because she dressed nice and she pretty? That's why y'all like her? Yeah, she too be. She'd be getting looks. I ain't gonna hold you. But yeah, yeah, continue. She said, and she's kikiing when she explains this, but, you know, she goes, I kid you not, they may be hefty, but they can run. Oh. Wow. Mm, early 2000s fat shaming. Ain't nobody was checking people for that back then. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Back now you can get canceled. You can get canceled, canceled for that. Mm. William mentions how great it is that Tony found the house he's living in, and it's wonderful. It's a nice house. She agrees, and he's and she's like, "Yeah, it is really nice, but um, aren't you being a little too hard on Lynn?" And mm-hmm. we see that Lynn sleeping outside. Yeah, uh, she is. That's a little far, don't you think? It is. Like, excuse me, motherfucker. I don't think... It, I mean, I understand he's trying to get her to get a job, but... Lord, the elements. I'm always thinking of the elements and where you're going to use the bathroom and, like... Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. What if it rains? Like... Uh, that's scary. Mm-hmm. But she got to be up by 5 a.m. She's trying to sleep next to the jacuzzi, but they talking. She's trying to get them to shut up. <laughs> I think Vasco's out there, too. The dog? Did Vasco get to stay in the house? Vasco don't need a job. Dog was out there, right? Well, the dog's supposed to be outside, right? Don't dogs stay outside? I hope so. Cause they dirty. I thought cause they supposed to like look out and protect the house, but yeah. Well, that's when you're true. when you're black, the dogs are outside. When you're white, they're inside, right? Oh, of course. I already know. That's yeah. how I always saw it. Gang, gang. Um, <laughs> but that's it. She got to get up and find a job, and hopefully she finds one. Cause William is ready to what whatever's next. I don't know. She already outside. I don't know what's gonna happen next. And that is the end of coming to terms. Mm-hmm. So what is your, um, what's your oh hell yes moment? My oh hell yes moment is when Darnell, um, is when Darnell finally kind of sort of turns around and want to fix Maya's tire or her machine or whatever. Yeah, nigga. Cause how long are you going <laughs> to? <laughs> her machine. Okay, go ahead. How long are you going to keep up this whole whatever the situation like what's up yeah that's my that's my oh hell yes okay mine's similar uh when she said do you want a divorce Mm. because that's how you gotta do it Maya Maya was being timid the whole time like she was walking on eggshells for this dude Mm -hmm. say what you need to say you're not gonna fix nothing if you don't ask the heavy hitting questions Mm -hmm. come come with it 
mm-hmm. you gotta come with it mm-hmm. you know what I mean so that's my oh hell yes moment so thank you guys for being here our next episode is getting our act together yes sir. and we will have a special guest next week joining us on the show Ooh. To talk about that episode, oh, you gotta listen to find out. So, meet us back here next Wednesday when we cover that episode. But until then, rate, subscribe, review, let us know how you feel about the show, and hit us up on Twitter. What's our Twitter handle? Etsy. At Hell Yes Girl. Check us out on Twitter, guys. Hey, we love that. We totally love that. So, uh, hit us up on social media. I'm Nettie. And I'm Etsy Rowe. And we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening.